This is the Busy Mama podcast. I'm Ebony Forsyth and in this podcast I'm unearthing the stories that lie beneath some of Australia and New Zealand's favourite mother-made brands we know and love. Like birth stories but brand stories. This podcast won't be about haranguing the hustle but keeping it real when it comes to the beautiful chaos that is creating and managing brands, babies and everything in between. These are the stories of creation, ones to inspire, ones to celebrate, and ones to build connection from. You are listening to episode two, the story of Kate Dalton, creator of the brand Made Tea, mother of Alfie and Ovi. Thank you so much for coming on to my new podcast. Obviously, I'm very familiar with your brand, but did you want to just give a little intro in who you are and what you're what you've created? Sure. So um thank you so much for having me, by the way. Yeah. Um and congratulations on your new podcast. Thank you. Um so I own Made Tea, which is an organic um tea company. Um we're based up in Byron Bay and I started the tea company 10 years ago now which wow. is crazy to think yeah wow um, I can't believe I started it when I was 23 yeah <laughs> just like such a baby back then I had no idea what I was doing sometimes <laughs> I still don't know what I'm doing but um, I don't know what I'm doing well none of us know what we're doing <laughs> no. we're all winging it. um yeah and I'm also a naturopath and nutritionist and most importantly I'm a mother of two um beautiful little kids a three-year-old girl called Alfie and a one-year-old boy called Ovi. My goodness. And he only just turned one, did he? He just turned one in yeah. March, yeah. yeah. Uh, 29th of March, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm very keen to hear all about those 10 years of made tea. But can yeah. we go right back and can you tell me about who Kate was, like teenhood Kate and like where, I guess, your perception of like what your career might look like in the future? Sure. Um, it's kind of funny because when I was um, a teenager, I was not very healthy at all. And I was basically, oh, I don't know, like living the opposite kind of life to what a naturopath would. Not the opposite, but like <laughs> I really, yeah, I definitely did a 180, but that's why yeah. I did, I guess, yeah. because I was drinking and eating whatever I wanted and, you know, all the normal things you do when mm. you turn 18 or whenever you start doing it. Um, and, yeah, I just wasn't looking after myself. So I got pretty sick from it all and I struggled wow. with a lot of mental health stuff, mm. um, just like lots of gut stuff. I was just always uncomfortable and, like, just a sore stomach all the time is what yeah. I thought it was, basically. Yeah. Um it was much more complicated than that um, when I finally got a diagnosis. But, um, yeah, it was just, you know, there was no way that I could have been treating my body like that and I was going to come mm. out fine, I guess, like yeah. now looking back. Um, yeah, so I I guess it took, um, you know, me getting to that point to be like, okay, what am I, like I need to obviously get better. Like going to yeah. work is feeling really hard. I'm exhausted. I feel depressed like I couldn't um what were you doing for work what was like your first um, like what was your first I was in hospitality and... for a really yeah. long time so oh, I started just yeah working. yeah I just started working in cafes and um and then I continued that while actually no sorry going back gosh going back all those years 
I had moved to Sydney when I first finished school and I just worked in like um like corporate as like PAs and that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um so yeah, we would always have like, you know, after whatever, after work drinks and like just all the normal fun yeah. stuff that you yeah. um yeah. yeah. And then um and before that, like when I my first job I just worked at the IGA as a checkout chick. And checkout I, chick. <laughs> um my mum brought us up to be pretty like strict with um being really healthy which I guess is why I not why but like I then I guess kind of rebelled against my mum's wishes as soon as I got my paychecks from the IGA I went and bought my packets of Tim Tams and whatever else and you're in the perfect um, place to just be influenced though by all those yeah I was just like people were buying all this stuff and I was like oh I'm gonna buy that at the end of my shift and yeah oh yeah yeah, that was really you know going back to when I was 16 or 15 or whatever yeah so yeah that's kind of when all the or sorry, I've kind of gone no. in a bit of a circle, but that's kind of when it started, when I was sort of, yeah, you know, just starting to go down a very unhealthy spiral. Yeah, and when you say um, unhealthy, do you just purely mean like diet-wise? Mostly um, diet, yeah. And yeah, obviously diet like started wise. drinking and stuff when all of our friends yeah. were and just late nights and just not looking after myself. Yeah. Um, just using, you know, any... Um, like skincare and like just everything chemical filled and all of that stuff that now I know um opposite really of being me. mindful <laughs> yeah totally. yeah but then you know that's all the stuff that's just marketed to us as you know what to use on the tv and whatever um yeah yeah so I left my job at the IGA when I finished school and then I moved to Sydney and I was working that's when I was working in like corporate offices as you know receptionists and PAs and that sort of thing Mm. And then um, I did a bit of modelling as well, which also led to my, I don't know, I started to get a bit of an unhealthy relationship with food, I guess, because I had a lot of pressure from, um, yeah, my agency about a certain weight that I needed to be. And, Mm. um, you know, obviously, like, the more I tried to be, to look a certain way, the better jobs I was going to get. So without even realising what I was doing, I was quite underweight and yeah. I lost my period and all that sort of stuff. Wow, to that extent, so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, saying it out loud, I'm like, yeah, wow, that's really bad. But at the time I didn't even notice. I was just yeah. like, hey, this is my job. Oh, my period's late, whatever. And then, oh, I haven't had my period for a year, like whatever. Back yeah. then I didn't think, like that sounds crazy, but back then yeah. I just didn't think much of it. Like it just sounds ridiculous and you would have been probably what like around your early 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 20s late teens early 20s yeah late teens and early 20s yeah 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 um so then I actually moved back to my mum's house down in Jeringong and that's when I started to be like okay I think there's something going on here like I don't Mm. have my period and I'm really unhealthy like I was just eating whatever I wanted and Mm. then like restricting my eating and all of that sort of stuff yeah um and then so I started seeing, um, like, I think I saw a gastroenterologist or something, and he was so, now looking back, like, he didn't look at me as a whole human being. He was sort of just mm. looking at me as a digestive system and being like, <laughs> oh, what did he say? Oh, you have um, IBS or whatever. And I'm like, cool. So, like, what that, does that yeah. mean? Like, yeah. basically, IBS is a collection of symptoms now, I know, and mm. A collection of symptoms doesn't really tell you much about what to do, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so then I saw a few different specialists and then I saw a naturopath who was my friend's mum. 
Yeah. And she just looked at me totally different to everyone else. And she changed my diet and everything that she said was, you know, within um, reason. Like she looked at what was achievable for me, I guess, at the time. Yeah. And we took out, we just did some really simple, like take out gluten, no alcohol for a month. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I felt so much better. Yeah. Um, I can't remember actually when all my period came back and everything, but that was really irregular for a really long time after that um, just because I had, you know, trashed my body basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, this naturopath just made me feel like a totally different person and yeah. she gave me these herbs to take and then I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like she has just changed my life. I feel so much better in my body and in my mind and everything and then I enrolled in an atropathy degree. Yeah. I had no yeah. idea till like a year ago that that's how you pronounced <laughs> pronounced it. I yeah, was always so like na- naturopathy, um, naturopathy. Yeah. <laughs> I only figured that out like a year ago. Um, in terms of like when you were in like school though, did you have like any idea of what your career would be or did you just go on with the flow and like you just stumbled across this now? Yeah, um, it's funny, like, saying that I was that unhealthy. For some reason, I always said in my mind, in, like, that I wanted to work with nutrition, even though I had yeah. no, like, I wasn't practicing it. Like, I was when, you know, mum would put really healthy food on the table all the time and she would, like, go to the extreme of, like, giving us fish in a stir fry to make sure we're getting omega-3, but telling us it was chicken because we would refuse to eat fish. Like all those things that I do to my yeah. daughter now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't put fish in a stir fry, but like my yeah. mom got really creative with like trying to make sure that, you know, You're we were super healthy. Yeah. Yeah. So that definitely sparked something in me, like nutrition wise. But then, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just fully went the other way, which I'm really, in a way, I'm glad I did because yeah. it got me to where I am. That's now. right. It's all a part I just of the story. The hard way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's often when, yeah, often people have these sorts of stories when they go into something, it's because oh, they were looking for it yeah. themselves. And I really like can empathize with people really deeply now on like with, yeah, like if someone comes in, they're like, oh, I've got me, I've been diagnosed with IBS. Like, what does that even mean? And I'm like, oh, I just feel yeah. for them so much because I'm like, it's so much broader than that. Like, it's yeah. not just, you've got IBS, see you later. Like that's see just ya. one yeah. example. But like just in terms of like really just feeling like crap, like I just get it and I yeah. really, really empathise with clients now and mm. I feel like I'm really grateful for that because if I just felt great my whole life, like I would You wouldn't understand. I don't know. Like I'm sure that I would still be a good naturopath but just yeah, it would feel different. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. really like really motivated to like, get to the bottom of things for people and like um just really make sure that they actually feel better and like what I'm giving them is actually um achievable for them and it's not Mm. just like oh go and cut every single thing out of your diet like Mm. when you know they're leaving on macas like that's not yeah a realistic expectation of someone so yeah I guess like experiencing all of that definitely has it's benefits now <laughs> absolutely <laughs> yeah well you probably knew like in those moments when you like first met that or had that appointment with that naturopath about um like that feeling that you felt 
when you finally felt heard and finally started to feel better, you probably just have that eager desire to share that feeling. Totally. Yeah, Mm. definitely. And that's why when I studied, I was just so, you know, like everyone when they studies is really passionate, but I was so, so into it. And I just could not wait to help people. Like I was, it took me seven years to do the course, but um, because I ended up doing a double degree of nutrition and naturopathy. um, And I was doing my business at the same time, but um, yeah, I just couldn't wait to like help people and just get out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is really cool. So in terms of um, you started your uni course, so you did um, nutrition as well. Yeah. Did, where did made tea come in? Did it come in before or after this? I was about two years in, I think. Two years in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I started studying when I was 21. Yeah. So about when I was 23, I, um, we started learning, like doing the herbal medicine subjects. Yeah. And I was just fascinated. I just love plants and what they um, are capable of doing, um, like therapeutically. um, Yeah. And well, in every aspect, I guess. Yeah. and I was still taking all of these herbs from, I was still seeing this naturopath and still taking herbs and everything. And I started to make um, like the formula that she had given me, I bought those herbs and just started making it like into teas. Yeah. And that was helping so much. And then because I um, was getting anxiety and like insomnia, I started mixing up teas um, just to help with my own nervous system Hmm. and trying to help me get to sleep Um, and they were working so well and I started to um, yeah just like gift them to people and like the last thing on my mind was starting a business like I did not think that that's where this was going. Isn't it funny Um, how that's quite a common story though when people just end up it just almost takes them rather than you taking it like you end up on this ride rather than like the intention wasn't there but you just followed followed a passion. Exactly. And I yeah. just, if I wasn't studying it for that reason, it definitely wouldn't be what successful is. like it yeah. is today, I don't think, because what's driven me this whole time is like my passion for herbal medicine, not anything else. And yeah. Yeah. just being able to help people like in this huge, broad, like, you know, rather than a one-on-one consultation as a naturopath, this is just like we're sending out like hundreds and hundreds of products every week to like all these people that get to benefit from wow. herbal medicine. So yeah. Yeah, without even realizing I was doing it, it just turned into a business because I was giving away all this tea and as a student, you can't really <laughs> afford yeah. that. Um, <laughs> so people started offering to pay and then I started accepting it and then, yeah, I'd call, like I thought now I've got to think of a name for it. Yeah. What's the, how the did you go about was, that? So actually a friend in um, in my class came up with the name and yeah. she said you know what about maid it's like handmade and then may is my middle name so oh there you go so may is your middle yeah, name that's why it's yeah that's yeah yeah cool um, and then Love maid that. is just like handmade handmade hey, yeah I don't know yeah. and I was just like yeah whatever like didn't even really like <laughs> care at the time so I was like well it's not really going to be like a business yeah um but then yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Love that. that's great um yeah, and then the cafe I was working in at the time, um, the owner started trying the teas and was saying, like, oh, can I um, start selling them in the cafe? And I was like, oh, I don't know how to do that. And then I just had to, like, work out, you know, what wholesale even meant really. Meant, and then yeah. 
yeah, like sort out wholesale pricing and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. like storage jars and yeah. So then that opened up that whole kettle of fish of wholesale, and then yeah. Um, it all led on from there, really. Yeah, yeah. So, like, in those initial stages when you're trying to work out, like, because obviously um, you've obviously got beautiful packaging right now, but, like, the logistics of how you, like, getting getting those plants, making those teas, packaging those, like, who who yeah. did that? And, like, did you do that on your own? Did you, like, when was it time to get help? Um, I hired my first person, I think, oh, Gosh, I can't even remember. It might be about like four years in. Mm. So I was working like really long hours, but I couldn't like I didn't pay myself a wage until I think about three or four years, which is there pretty yeah. standard for yeah. a business, especially like a product-based yeah. um, business. Yeah. Yeah, I think I hired someone about four or five years in and she yeah. was amazing. Like she <laughs> learned how to use um, Zero. And like did my first zero account and then started doing newsletters and like all this stuff that I just had no idea about. She was just teaching herself all this stuff like for fun and she was amazing at it. Yeah. Um, and she is actually the owner of Soul Cleanse now, that juice Oh yeah. 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 So when she was um working for me, she bought into Soul Cleanse and then it was a really sad day when she left. But yeah, um, yeah, we've had lots of staff since then and now we've got a team of five. Six people, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, this is amazing. So in those early days, did you, like, did you invest much into, like, the packaging and brand design or was that something that came a bit later? Um, no, just every, basically every cent that I had went into the business. Into like, the I've business. never had yeah. funding from anyone or anywhere. I've just worked my butt off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was working in a cafe at the time and just every cent basically that I got from there that I had left over would go into the business and I just would wow. buy herbs and up new blends and I just loved it so much that like I didn't even think, think twice about it like that is every, passion isn't it like that is the yeah, definition of following just, passion yeah yeah and like looking back at the packaging that I had in the first year it's like hilarious because you have to send us so, a photo so you can share it yes I will. Oh my God, <laughs> um but I thought that I could like get I thought I was going to like get a sheet of this is what I did at the start get a sheet of cardboard and cut out like a to call like a die cut of like a box yes yeah and yeah. literally make the boxes myself oh really and like then, cut with scissors yeah. and like fold it yeah, yeah oh my like, god all around <laughs> yeah 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 oh my god it's hilarious oh, and then that's I, great. Um, I was printing all my labels off my computer I was handwriting them at yeah. first and then I printed them off my computer which I thought was super fancy and then um yeah we've obviously definitely um progressed a lot since then <laughs> you <laughs> might need a bit yeah, of sn- never... might, might need a few more staff members if you're going to continue cutting your own boxes. oh my god that just wasn't sustainable so <laughs> um yeah and then still just a lot just a lot of money goes back into the business I yeah. guess like mm. when we wanted to print on our jars rather than using stickers that was a huge expense because of the minimum order yeah order quantity. to print onto jars and we also yeah. got a custom jar made because I didn't want to have the same jar as anyone as else. As anybody else. Yes, <laughs> um, beautiful. But that's a part of the brand, right? Yeah. Like totally I even, like, yeah, I love yeah. I love your jars. I actually reuse some of the little jars for like little like chia pots for barley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I do too. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> the perfect size. Um, the little jars, like you could probably definitely get those somewhere, but the big ones, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. custom made for us. And like we get asked yeah. all the time, like, where do you get your jars from? I want to buy them for my business. And I'm like, sorry. No. <laughs> they're mine. <laughs> this is I get them custom made. Yeah. <laughs> um, try and be, yeah, like different. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So going back again, when along the lines did you meet your partner? Like in entwined in all of this five years ago. Yeah, so right. Yeah. I was already five years in to the um the business. Yeah. 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 And when I met him, he um he had a business as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, which cool. He had had for eight years at the time. So you're both um, very familiar with business life. Yeah. 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 So I had not I knew of his brand and I knew of him, just very like, you know. Like I didn't know I hadn't met him or anything, but I just kind of knew of him and I thought his brand was really cool. Um, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, we were just kind of, we just never crossed paths until five, is it five years ago? Yeah, five yeah. years ago. Um, yeah, and then we had Alfie. I was pregnant after six months of meeting him, but that was all very <gasps> Were <planned>. you? <laughs> yeah. It was planned or wasn't yeah. planned, did you say? We just, it was planned, yeah. Was, we just yeah. Knew you just knew. We're going to be together and oh. we wanted babies and yay we didn't waste any time <laughs> oh I love that yeah so yeah, you just hit off straight like, away yeah yeah, yeah. Like he was living in Sydney at the time and he moved up I think within like three weeks or something we're just like well we know we're going to be together like what's yeah. the point of yeah we were like obviously I was 20 how old was I 28 when I met him 29 and then he was 38 yeah, he was 38 yeah. and I was 28. And we kind of just both knew that we yeah. were just going to be together. So we, yeah, we did that. And he is a graphic designer. So he. Oh, um, you've got a graphic designer partner. That's brilliant. So very handy. He actually handy. doesn't do the graphic design anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just getting too hard. Like I, he's so busy. And yeah. I was just kind of always on his back. Like, can I book in like another hour of your time and like. Yeah. It just got tricky and it was impossible to keep our brands looking really different, like, because he, yeah, I don't know, I feel like our brand, not, they weren't merging together, but, like, they yeah, started yeah. to look yeah. similar. And now with my new graphic design that I have, I feel like I'm going in the direction of, like, it's very me. Yeah. And yeah. Separate. Yeah. Yeah, without his yeah. influence. His, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he definitely still has a big input to Important. so much of, my brand, but it's more like my ideas first and then like yeah. I run it by him and we're like, yeah, talk it out. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's great. That's yeah. so cool. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, so six months in you had your first bubble. So that was what, five yeah. five and a half years into business. How did that all play out? Did you um, try and plan for a maternity leave or? Yeah. Um, so it would have been, I would have had her I think at about six years because yeah. I fell pregnant. Oh, I don't know. I can't even add anything up right now. Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> when does baby brain end? Yeah, um, never, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I forget what your question was. Um, oh, maternity leave. Yeah. Um, that did not exist. It was no. really hard. Like I didn't know what I was in for having a baby. Like I, yeah. I did and I didn't knew it was going to be hard, but yeah. I thought that I could figure it out pop a baby out and just continue working full-time and have all the stress that comes with running a business it was really hard like it 
I had quite a traumatic birth with Alfie as well. Yeah. And I never got time. Well, you don't anyway with a baby, but you don't really get time to feel and like really like, I don't know, process everything. Process it, yeah. You just to like working every day. Back in. Yeah. It's so much responsibility having a business and I care about it so much um, that I couldn't really just hand it over to someone. Yeah. Um yeah, so it was tricky. Like we got through it, but yeah. Um for the second when I fell pregnant with Ovi, I made sure that I had an operations manager and that was a game changer. It was still like it was amazing, like so different, but it's still mm-hmm. like I can't just forget about the business. Like yeah. The day after I had Ovi, I was like checking my emails and checking the orders and just you know all the usual things like I just yeah forget about it I think that's the thing with being yeah with being a business owner though like there's you can have this as much tension intention as you like in regards to like I'm gonna try and step out but like it's always in your mind because it's at that end of the day it's still 100% your responsibility like exactly like it's just it won't go away you can you can do all the things but it's still you still care so much because you are so passionate about yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't like, like it's my other baby. Like I'm not yeah. just going to forget about it. It's your first baby. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was definitely different when I had Ovi and I had a really good, um, or have a really good operations manager. And then, yeah, I just, I think I didn't check my emails after him for about, oh, I don't know, like two weeks, which is like the longest I've ever gone. Wow, that's actually really, that's a really good achievement. (laughs) Yeah, like checking everything. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And, yeah, so that was really different second time around, but still really hard. And, like, obviously I've got two kids now, not just one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Maternity leave, I really wish I knew what that felt like, but I don't think I'll ever know what it is. No. What true maternity leave feels like. <laughs> but yeah, definitely like have lots of pros as well having a business because yeah, I'm flexible with like my hours and when we go away, like we go on lots of trips, which is really nice. But I um, obviously work while I'm away and yeah. yeah, the flexibility that comes with owning a business is really, really great as well. Yeah. And where was um like made tea in terms of its like growth and where it was? Like where were where was it like that at that point when you f- had your first bubba? Like was it um similar to what it is today it was or was pre- it still a bit earlier? COVID. Pre-COVID, so COVID yeah. happened when she was started, sorry, when she was like five months old. Yeah, right. And, that would have um, been hard. It was really hard. Like, it was just really scary. Well, for everyone, mm. it was really yeah. scary. Like, just not knowing what it all meant and yeah. what it means to own a business during a pandemic. Um, and our sales actually, like, almost doubled, which yeah. was amazing but stressful because we are running out of everything and I couldn't keep up with, um, like, stock levels. Yeah. Um, this sounds like, like a very about, common story, actually. Yeah. All yeah. of our packaging is custom made, so it takes a really long time to get. So I can't just be like, oh, I just need another 10,000 jars. Like, yeah. it all takes so much time, and that was really stressful. So, um, yeah, I guess I had her, and like sales pretty much doubled, but like growth costs a lot of money mm. um, because you have to then fund the growth yeah. in terms of like getting the shell the shelves full again yeah 
so yeah I'm kind of still trying to catch up a little bit from that I guess yeah. and like um I'm sure you've noticed like you're probably spending six dollars fifty on a cup of coffee now yeah <laughs> like all of that inflation is definitely in every single part of my business as well like as well with, yeah. you know all my packaging costs have gone up the herb prices have all gone up and freight has all gone up and yeah so there's lots yeah. of challenges with um with all of that especially growing so quickly at the same time mm. but yeah I'm so grateful that everyone wanted to buy our tea during that time exactly as well. yeah yeah it's a good problem yeah. that's my favorite phrase it was a good Definitely. problem to have yeah yeah so um with like your naturopath stuff you when would you when did you finish studying were you still studying when you had your first baby then just finished no no um no a few years before so yeah um gosh I need to get all my years um right so yeah along the lines he was born in 2019 I think I graduated in like 2015 yeah because you're you are currently like doing naturopath like in terms of client work no I'm not um I've gone out of client work since graduating so you did do a bit um yeah yeah, yeah. I kind of stopped and started like when I could I keep starting because I love it so much and yeah. then it just I can't I don't have the time have like the time I really don't have the time but I just want to do it so much so yeah definitely one day I'll get back into it but yeah. I'm not practicing at the moment so. yeah I think it'd be I'm sure it'd be hard when you have like friends that come like that come to you with like a certain issue and be like you probably want to help yeah. them and definitely yeah, yeah. and yeah. I definitely use it like in my everyday life with my kids and yeah my partner and myself and friends yeah definitely yeah yeah no um that's really cool so made tea um you have had a store I seen you closed one in we closed our Byron one in January. Yeah, we used to have one at our other warehouse. So we had like a warehouse behind um, a little shop front. Yeah. And we outgrew that warehouse and moved into a big one with my partner's brand. Um, and we shared like a huge warehouse together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we outgrew that and he actually sold his business. So he sold yeah. it um, just this year, a few months ago. Yeah. Um, and we had the warehouse together and the shop together. And when he moved out of our warehouse, it was amazing because we need the whole warehouse to ourselves now because of that growth. Mm, growth. Um, so now we've got, yeah, that huge warehouse to ourselves and it would have meant having, you know, double the space in the warehouse plus the cost of the shop at the same time, mm. if that'll make sense. Because basically we were sharing both. Yeah. And then it would have meant me covering all of that, which would have all meant. the cost. Like that shop was too big as well just for us. Like it was really good for my partner's brand because he does furniture. So it like worked really well to fill yeah. the space with his furniture and then all my products. Um, and it just felt as well like we definitely could have taken over the shop. But I don't know, at that time as well, Ovi was about to turn one and I thought, you know, life's not mm. exactly slowing anytime soon and I felt like I needed one thing less in my life (laughs) yeah and the shop was easy like I don't know I feel like that was just kind of an easy decision Decision. for me and I really miss having a shop because I love having all of my products on display and like I love talking to people about my products when they come in and um yeah I mean it's a really sad it was definitely sad but I also felt really happy to have one less thing to to manage I guess yeah 
we'll have a shop again one day but yeah yeah not right now <laughs> yeah because I think there's a plenty there's plenty of people who stock made tea as well isn't there like I've seen it exactly. in numerous yeah. places yeah yeah so that you, yeah yeah uh, people yeah. get that shelf experience a lot anyway with made tea totally mm. yeah yeah we don't need a shop but like I really like having a shop <laughs> yeah just because it's nice yeah. it's nice like it's less staff as well like we needed staff to cover the shop and yeah um yeah I guess just not having that just it really takes a lot off my plate which yeah. is good timing for right now yeah. yeah and then going back to when you first um had uh like your first babe when when you first were thrown into that have like juggle of having to like manage newborn yeah. life and business life how did how did that actually look for you? Like who when it when were you doing work and who was looking after? Like, yeah, how did you navigate um, that? I just worked like every second that she was asleep. Sleep. Alfie was a really good sleeper. Um, That's great. She was like, she was really amazing. And now that I've had Ovi, I'm like, wow, she was so good because Ovi <laughs> is not a sleeper. Um, she was having like pretty big naps in the day and I would get a lot done then. Yeah. I like looking back, a regret that I have is definitely working too much while she was awake and not being present with her. Yeah. And that just came from like just stress, I guess, and just such a huge responsibility with the business. So like, it's not really a regret, but I definitely like feel a little bit sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because at the moment I even feel like that's one thing that I battle with is like this guilt around yeah. feeling like I'm ignoring her when she's awake. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I try not it's to do really it. really like, I mean, we can't be perfect. And I also remind myself that like Alfie sees me as a working mum and that's yeah. all it is. Like I'm not like hats off to the stay at home mums because that yeah. is like way harder than going to work, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she doesn't see me as like oh I never get to see my mom like I work from home most of the time anyway yeah and now I'm really present with my kids when I'm with them and then I yeah. try and just work um when I'm not with them but yeah I guess it took having Alfie and going through that first year to realize like it goes so quick and I'm like what did I even do the first year I was just like treading water and trying to keep my business afloat while keeping yeah. <laughs> a baby yeah. alive I guess <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, so I've tried. I thought second time around when I have Ovi, I'm only going to work when he sleeps. But he, in the day, he would only sleep in the carrier. So yeah, um, that ruined my back as well as <laughs> I could never just sit down and like work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but luckily my partner really um, owning his own business, he could be really flexible in terms of like yeah. he works like part time, I guess, and then I work. I guess part time, or we just kind of tag team whenever we, yeah, yeah, have to, <laughs> yeah, which can be hard as well. But it's it's really good that we can do that. But then you know, there's weeks when we're like, I'm the busiest. No, I'm the busiest. Yeah, like, who's gonna? Yeah, it can be really, really tricky. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah. we chose this life, and I would not have it any other way. It's just, it's a juggle. Yeah, and you're still equally like as like burning passionate about made tea as you were at the very beginning. Do you feel? Definitely. Like yeah. I, yeah, my, my role in the business has changed so much and I, I wish, I mean, I could never having a business and like, you know, supporting my family with it can't really come from like 
me still mixing herbs in my kitchen at home. Like it needed <laughs> to grow, you know, to what it is yeah. to be able to be profitable. And um, I don't know, I look back to when I was just so eager to like make all these new blends and then now yeah. my day-to-day isn't that. Like my day-to-day is, you know, a lot of staff management and a lot of just directing all my staff and yeah um yeah like it's still definitely the I still have like the vision for the brand and like I do all of the creative direction and all of that sort of stuff but it's changed so much like my role has definitely changed um yeah Yeah. every year I think that yeah I've had the business so yeah did did your perception change like since becoming a mum about how you want your like the direction you want to take the brand like or the yeah, role, yeah. I suppose I think, the role that you had in it. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, yeah, I've I've learned that I really need to delegate as much yeah. as I can, and that I find that really hard because yeah. it's my baby, and I, like, you know, in an ideal world, I would just clone myself to do <laughs> it all and just make it how I want. Oh my it. god, but how good would that be? My staff are also amazing, and yeah. I just put a lot of trust into everyone which you know every business owner does yeah um when I had Bali like a few months in I just felt like I wanted to change things up just not because I needed to but because I felt like it like things just changed and I had more creativity and I just wanted to do different stuff like did you feel any like change in your body in that way yeah a lot of people felt that it's funny I I can't pinpoint a time when I felt like that I think because I've always my passion has always been my business and yeah. I've definitely gone, if anything, I'm going to be honest, I really struggled with like my creative brain after I yeah. had a baby because I was so tired, even though she slept, you know, well compared to my son. But yeah, but you, you're tired I was still for tired. different I was still reasons. Feeding her in the night. Yeah. yeah. Like I was still a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really struggled creatively, I think. And then, it's only when I've come out of like, you know, that really exhausted phase that I'm like, yep, I'm keen mm. to like get back into it. I want to do new product design and like mm. that's what I'm kind of going through now that Ovi yeah. won. But yeah, he didn't start sleep well, he's still not really sleeping well. And I feel like that's a huge thing for me. Like if I'm tired, I just <laughs> like my creative function. Oh. Yeah. Um and I'm just, you know, putting out all the fires of the business. I'm not like I don't yeah. have the capacity to do all that extra fun like creative stuff but yeah I wish I really wish that I had that like you know this new creative fire that everyone gets after (laughs) they have a baby but maybe I just kind of always had a really strong like you probably did yeah maybe mine started when I had when I started the business or something I don't know because I didn't change when I had yeah kids I don't think yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds That's like really- you had such a strong passion anyway, <laughs> like for made tea from the get-go that you just exactly, enjoy yeah. being in it no matter when and how. Yeah. 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 But definitely in terms of like I I always knew I wanted to be a mother, but yeah. then like since having kids, I'm so passionate about being a mum and I love it and I just want to be a really good mum and I love like learning about like you know parenting techniques and like I love like yeah. you know all the little things just like packing up his lunchbox and making it yeah. something that she's going to love and like just all those little things about being a mom like it's made me I've changed so much in that way that I've yeah I'm it's like this real nurturing side has come out of me that I didn't know yeah 
existed there. Yeah, that's like one someone said to me before I had Bali. I remember always saying like I like wish I was more um, passionate about cooking and stuff. Like I wish I could spend more time in the kitchen and like create stuff and yeah. be more passionate about that. And someone said to me like, oh, it will come when you're a mum. Like when you're a mum, like yeah. you just, you, that that comes to you. And I'm like, I'm still waiting. I, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe soon, but I'm still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I am still in that first year, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, with Maytee, one thing that I like keep thinking about. So, like, you've had this huge growth, and um, in terms of like the roots of Maytee, obviously, um, like handmade. Like, is it still all handmade? Yeah. What does that actually look like on such a big scale? Yeah. So we've outsourced manufacturing. So during that was the big change I had to do um, when I was pregnant with Alfie. So that I was been more, huge. Um, yeah, it was massive yeah. and, like, we're still going through, like, all of, like, the little teething problems, I guess, of not being in control of it all yourself. But um, mm. so when I – and also it's been hard to find the right manufacturer, so we're on to our third one, but this one is definitely going to be the right one, like the best yeah. fit for us, I think. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, so we were making it all in-house, in our warehouse, and mm. we just had production lines of people, like, so many staff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just became such a huge job for me, I guess, to manage the staff and like all the stock take of all the herbs. And that was just such a huge job, so but I didn't big. really want to delegate that because I had just kind of learnt it all as I went and I found it really hard to teach. Like it's really mm-hmm. hard to teach someone like how to source the best quality herbs when it's actually just kind of up to me, like what herbs yeah. I approve of, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I outsourced manufacturing and now the tea is made in Victoria. Yeah, in wow, like that's a big great. tea facility. Yeah, which is awesome. So and it's all up. still handmade. Um, it's just that we grew so much that we can't, you know, there's no way that we could do that um, in-house. Like we needed a big yeah. like manufacturing place to make the and amount that we And they're all set up for through. that. They're all set up for that. Yeah, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they only produce organic tea as well so it's all organic in their facility like it's all um just really aligns with us like really well it feels amazing to have found them yeah do you have a favorite tea like or favorite herb ah uh, my favorite tea is serenity and it's just always I think it's actually my it is my first tea that I ever made yeah and I never changed the recipe so yeah. um yeah from day one day one every single night yeah. yeah, I have it every night and it helps me sleep. I just still kind of struggle with insomnia sometimes. So I have it next to my bed during the night and I drink it when I wake up and can't get back to sleep and it really? definitely helps. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah. 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 And how so how many products have you got now? Oh, I don't know how many actual products, but we've got 15 blends and then yeah. we've got um, and they come in all different sizes and then we have two different mugs and I've got like a travel flask. We've got two iced tea bottles um, and like an infuser. Yeah, a few other little tea yeah. accessories, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And wh- when did you think like if you try and think back to like those pivotal days, was there a moment or a particular like move you made when it comes to made tea that like really elevated your growth, like especially the wholesale yeah, I think definitely when we rebranded and did the um, printed jars, mm. it was a huge expense and I really was scared to do it. So I was like, is it really yeah. going to make that much of a difference? But I feel like 
those printed jars are our brand and we'll never change them. Yeah. Yeah, like we'll never, you know, change the design on them. We might change fonts and things like that. But, like, um, I feel like that really changed us as a brand and because they're fully recyclable, like Mm. the labels, you can't recycle a jar with a label on it. So Mm. um, that's definitely, like, a huge thing for me as well is sustainability. So that's... Yeah. um, Yeah, I guess when we launched those jars... Yeah, this is so interesting. What a story. <laughs> um, with working life, like, would you, can you, like, give us a picture, a snapshot of, like, how much you would actually work in a week? Like, what does that look like for you and the, the, the actual juggle of the week? Yeah. Um, gosh, I wouldn't even know. Every um, week's different. Every week's so different. I have two set working days, like, on Tuesdays and Thursdays I go in and I've got a nanny on a Tuesday and then my partner has both the kids on a Thursday. Yeah, cool. And that's only just, um, yeah, like Thursdays I used to only go in for a couple of hours because Ovi couldn't last a couple of hours without feeding. Yeah. And now I'm like, he's one, I'm sure he's fine, which yeah. he is fine. Um, <laughs> he's still feeding him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And like a lot, he, um, he's fine when he's not with me. Yeah. Like my partner will be like, yeah, he's been like happy all day, even yeah. if I haven't fed him. But if he's with me, he's just climbing on me like, um, yeah. So now I'm doing a full day on Thursday as well, which is really good. And then I I guess I just work whenever he sleeps. I would probably do like two hours every other day. Yeah. And then those other two full days. And then on the weekend, I definitely jump on and do like an hour here and there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I kind of never even like realize how much I'm working because it's just such a a big part of my life and I enjoy yeah. it. So it's just, yeah, yeah, that's it, isn't it? I think a lot of business owners are the same. Like you just you work when you're needed or you work when you need to yeah. do something, and it's just ingrained yeah. in your life. It's more a part of your lifestyle than it is even a career. Definitely, and like if there's um yeah, like I guess when my partner was selling his business, that was a really intense time for the family like just he was so busy he was doing really really long days and like every day so I kind of had to step back from you know I was kind of full parent mode I guess and yeah I didn't really have the time to work much then so yeah it was kind of like just survival mode then and then like if um if we go away I definitely work a little bit less yeah. Um, especially because, you know, we don't have daycare and the nanny. So, mm. um, yeah, we're just kind of working when we can, when we're away as well. And we just try and work lots leading up to a trip so then we can kind of justify stepping back a little bit when yeah. we're away. And you go on yeah. like a few, quite a few trips, don't you? Yeah, we do. I'm glad to be home at the moment and yeah. to not have anything booked in. But, yeah. yeah, we do go on lots of trips, which um, we only really go, you know, not that far. We haven't even been overseas with Alfie yet actually but we've gone on lots and lots of holidays just around yeah yeah, nearby yeah and that fills your car pub totally like we love like Noosa is like our favorite holiday yeah (laughs) my partner and I surf and it's just perfect there it's easy with kids and like like I don't know Australia is the best like we don't need to be overseas to feel like we're on a holiday I guess but you know I would love to go back to Hawaii and all my um all those places but yeah, yeah one day but even just along that whole east coast like you can like because I'm from South Australia I like 
recently at the start of the year, my partner and I drove up with Bali for six months and we did the whole, like, the East Coast up to up to oh, Noosa. Wow. And, like, yeah. it, we realised how much, like, if you lived up there, you could just do so many different holidays within, like, yeah. a few hours, like, yeah. of where you live. Yeah, like, that's it's amazing. what we do, yeah. 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 I'm really happy to be here. Yeah. With, yeah. Um, with work life and made tea over your 10-year journey, have like what would you what would you call like your lowest like hardest points as a business owner like what was the most challenging um like times um I think when I organized the first manufacturer that's like a really big job so yeah getting them to match our teas perfectly is mm. really hard and then like obviously negotiating like pricing and just all the little bits in between like there's so much to do and then um I was doing that when I was pregnant with Alfie and then just before I was due I just it just wasn't feeling right with mm. them and I think I was like 35 weeks pregnant I luckily went two weeks so I had yeah. a lot of time <laughs> extra two weeks <laughs> to sort it all out yeah but um I ended up just not going ahead with that manufacturer and I just like our relationship like personally wasn't that great. I think yeah. they um I don't know, we were maybe one of the smaller um like clients. clients. Yeah. And they just weren't really putting in the effort. I guess they yeah. would just be like, take just it or a, leave it sort of. You're just and another little just like, another little tea brand. Yeah, and I'm like, no, yeah. this is my brand and like yeah. I want the lens to be exactly how they are now otherwise we're not doing it yeah and so instead of just like being like whatever it is what it is I'm pregnant I'm going to just <laughs> get them to make the tea even though I'm not happy with it I was yeah. like no I'm not going ahead with it yeah and then I had to get all of our packaging sent back I had to organize all of like this wow. all new staff logistics ordering all the herbs to do all of go back to in-house packaging like manufacturing wow and I oh, was wow, like pregnant. massively pregnant then. Yeah, like yeah. 35 weeks. So I was due like, you know, when you get in your head with your first one, you're like, oh, I'm probably going to go early. Oh, my God, that I was definitely me. Early, but <laughs> I was like, I could just go into labour any minute. And I'm yeah. like. You feel like a little ticking time bomb. You're like, I could go off any second. <laughs> yes. Everybody watch yeah. out. Yeah. Exactly. And like <laughs> I was in the middle of like, you know, if I just suddenly went into labour in the middle of it all when it wasn't sorted, like we wouldn't have had products to sell. Yeah. Um, oh, that would have been really it was stressful really stressful for you. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then there's another one um, when I was pregnant with Ovi. I had a girl that worked for me and she resigned. Um, she was like my, she wasn't an operations manager, but she was like my main, I guess, admin person. A lot of responsibility. I have an operations manager um, at this point, but she was still like my, I guess, the main manager yeah. there. Yeah. Um, and she resigned because her partner got a job in Melbourne, so they moved to Melbourne when I was like 37 weeks pregnant, I think, oh. with Ovi. Oh. So it was like, oh. yeah, I was 36 or 37 weeks. And going through the whole process of like advertising for the position and then interviewing and then training and it's like I give myself like two months yeah. minimum someone new especially yeah. at that level yeah like the role so that was really stressful and thankfully one of my staff um 
who is our operations manager now, she just put her hand up and she was like, I've been in operations. Well, she's owned businesses before. So she was like, yeah, I know she was working in our warehouse just by choice. She was just wanting yeah. to do just like a simple job at the time. Yeah. And she said, look, I can be the operations manager and I just will. I'm going to do it for you because you're about to have a baby and you can't, yeah. you don't have time to sort all this out. Yeah. So she just literally just saved my life. Angel. <laughs> um, she's the best and had, like is just the best staff member I've ever had. And she just genuinely cares so much and she's also become a good friend. So that's really nice as well. Yeah. And she is about to have her baby now, oh, which is amazing. Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's cool. That's a great full circle. Yeah. Moment. So she kind of covered me when I had a baby and then now I'm back and she's pregnant. So it's just like yeah. been really, really nice. Yeah. To have her save the day. So yeah, definitely felt really stressful at the time, but yeah. All of these things, I just look at them as like, oh, I'm so glad that manufacturer, I didn't go ahead with that manufacturer yeah. because yeah. now I found this better one. And I'm really glad that I've had Emma as our operations manager because yeah. she's been incredible. Yeah. And you held true to your, what you wanted and your standards for your, your baby, your brand baby. Totally. Yeah. 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 That would have been quite deflating second pregnancy and that happened at, what, 35, 37 weeks because you would have been like, this one's going to yeah. be different. Yeah. And Yes, exactly. All a blessing in disguise. But in terms of your pregnancies, were they straightforward or in conceiving? Would you, do you have straightforward stories? Very straightforward with conceiving. We we're really, really lucky that, um, yeah, we'll, we fell pregnant both times first month which yep. we're really, really lucky and so mm. um, so thankful for because I know that people go through, um, yeah, a lot to get pregnant. Yeah. yeah. Um, really lucky with that. Yeah. And then Alfie's pregnancy, um, I was considered high risk because I have a bicornuate uterus, which means that um, mm. there's different severities of it, but mine's pretty minor, which is good. But yeah. basically it's like your um, uterus is a heart shape. So ah. the baby only sits in one side of it rather oh. than in the middle yeah right um so with yeah. both babies they sat um on my right side yeah um so my right ribs were really painful wow. and you could literally um, feel them on the right well yeah like you could see so. i mean if you just by the time they were big yeah definitely yeah and like you could see especially when i was in labor like with the tightenings the you could see the shape of like their bum at the top yeah like fully off to the side yeah because it was so not like fully sideways, but yeah, like yeah. just to the like diagonal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, like kind of under right rest, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So you had um, sore ribs. So that was yeah, really sore ribs. Um and I was considered high risk because a lot of bicornuate uterus, um, like people with that, their babies get stuck breech. But yeah. thankfully mine were both um head down. Yeah. But they were both posterior, which was quite painful <laughs> during yeah. the labor. Yeah. Um, but pregnancies are pretty straightforward. Alfie's was really, she was really little, so I didn't feel sore or like um or anything. But Ovi was yeah. enormous and mm -hmm. I had really bad pelvic pain with him. Yeah. And like pelvic instability because my because he was just on the side, it was throwing all like my hips and my pelvis out. Yeah. Um I was kind of, I was basically on bed rest from like 27 weeks, I think, with him or 26 oh, weeks wow. or something. Yeah. So you yeah, from so that work was really yeah, Pretty much, yeah. Like I would go to work because I could drive and everything, but yeah. 
I could like walking was really painful and I would get like these spasms that were like like in my like nerves and muscles and I don't even know it was just horrible the pain yeah. was really bad but yeah. apart from that I was fine like with Ovi I was sick yeah. until pretty late in the pregnancy yeah and just so tired yeah. and parenting a toddler how is that because this like, is something that I'm terrified oh, of like I'm, I'm not keen to have another kid I found yet, it really like, hard it stresses the thought of it yeah, stresses me I felt found it really hard. Like Alfie yeah. was two, two when I was pregnant, and yeah. she was starting to really test the boundaries. Mm. And the the thing that actually I found hard was that I couldn't, like, I could barely walk, and yeah. I had to yeah. chase her around. So it would be in agony. Like she was a runner as well. So if we were in <laughs> like anywhere, she would just run off, and I literally <laughs> couldn't master her. So. It got really hard towards the end. But, um, yeah, apart from that, really thankful to have really, um, yeah, like, no scary any, yeah, nothing yeah. scary. Nothing scary. But you had a, yeah. you said you had a traumatic birth with her, though. Yes, I was yeah. induced with her at 42 weeks. Um, and the induction was just really painful like it just I felt really out of control of my body and Mm. she got really stuck um because she was posterior and I was pushing for a really long time and yeah just the pain was like you could because you don't get any of the natural hormones yeah um, that you get just and as a a naturopath how did you feel about that oh it was going against every cell in my body to be honest but you know I did what I had to do which was get the baby out yeah <laughs> um, and I had meconium when my waters broke so that's why oh okay they yeah that I should be it wasn't because I was overdue I was happy to kind of just stay pregnant yeah um beyond 42 weeks and my obstetrician said that was fine yeah um yes yeah, so the meconium was the reason why um yeah. I had to be induced so yeah I mean I yeah, when I say it goes against every cell in my body, at the time I was like, yeah, whatever, like she needs to come out and yeah. I want her to be healthy. And Yeah, that's it. Um, you, you there was no other way around it and it was just really painful. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after it, I tore really badly as well, even though she yeah. was so tiny. I think being posterior um, and being induced, like your body is just not ready for not, yeah, it, like when you're induced, it's just forcing like these contractions that just your body is not ready for. <laughs> yeah. And forcing to push her out when my body wasn't ready. So, yeah, um, yeah it felt really forceful and just really intense. And yeah, uh, I just had a really different experience with um, midwives. I guess there was a real big lack of consent with like yeah. uh, being examined and just everything. I just felt like everyone was just kind of, doing their thing like mm. to me <laughs> without yeah. actually asking. Um, yeah. And then Ovi's birth was amazing. Like he was 1.4 kilos bigger than Alfie. Oh, yeah, right. At, at the time of birth. Yeah, massive. Yeah. yeah. I felt that. He was huge, <laughs> but my birth was incredible. Like he yeah. um, was posterior, so definitely painful, but all being completely natural, I just, mm. it was world apart from Alfie. How many weeks? I'm really grateful him. I was 40 plus six, so yeah. much earlier with yeah. as well. Uh, with yeah. Ovi, sorry. Yeah. 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 
Oh, that's and nice. just even like being able to, um, I guess, have a really strong connection with him straight after the birth because I got that yeah. big rush of hormones and like, yeah, um, that felt really nice, which I didn't get with Alfie. Like after Alfie, it was just like, whoa, what just happened? And I was really scared. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And after Ovi, mm. I actually hemorrhaged and like passed out. But I was like, really? I'm fine. I'm fine. It was just. Um, like so high on yeah, all, the, all the hormones. All the hormones. So I was a bit um delirious, I think. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been but, so happy to like when you were going into labor naturally. Yes. That moment. It was the been best stoked. feeling and I was so excited. I was just yeah. like, Yes, we're doing this. Like I, this is what I wanted. And yeah. I just know that we can do it this time. And then yeah. I just felt so Proud, especially for pushing out a baby that was yeah four point four kilos. He wow. was huge. <laughs> yeah. Is he still a big boy? Like, do you would you, would you he's say? He's yeah, big? yeah. He's, he's still really big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a naturopath, how did you like prepare for postpartum? Were you particular about that? Yeah, I guess diet. Um, like diet wise, I made lots of um food, and I kind of like to put in a freezer and I um, was really particular with my partner, like when he was cooking just lots of like, you know, slow cooked meats and um, lots of broths and yeah, lots of anti-inflammatory kind of foods and um, lots of iron rich food as well after hemorrhaging. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I was doing lots and lots of supplements as well to try and build my body back up after all of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I guess just really listening to my body the second time and resting I had to rest anyway after hemorrhaging um yeah but yeah I rested a lot I laid on the couch and I did not get up (laughs) (laughs) but like I had to because I was on bed rest but yeah um yeah it was it was really nice just to fully listen to my body the second time yeah Um, yeah and definitely just with supplements and all that kind of thing just to make sure that I was really um yeah like nourishing myself after the birth yeah and yeah during breastfeeding as well like breastfeeding's full on it's a lot of um yeah they literally suck the life out of oh, you so it's important that. to replenish yeah all of that yeah. yeah yeah and your nursing tea obviously is great for yes that. lots of nursing tea yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um I, yeah, I love I loved the nursing team myself as well. I think I've seen that a lot of, and I think I've seen it on your story the other day too, about how a lot of doulas are actually giving out that tea too yes. for their clients, which yeah. is so cool. How cool. I keep like, seeing, yeah, like yeah. Um, orders coming through um, and people were just tagging on Instagram like, oh, I've got our like postpartum pack ready for a new mom that's in labour yeah. or something. I'm like, oh, my God, I love that yeah. our team is part of that like really special yeah. time I love how does it so that much. make you feel like are you like really proud of yourself to like think about your humble beginnings and see that sort of stuff happening and like to think about yeah. the quantities your tea is going out in and what it's doing yeah I guess I am like especially because it's something that's improving people's health like yeah. that's what makes me feel yeah really proud and like um yeah and especially like being a part of like that really special time after someone's just had a baby it's like yeah um, yeah really and it's special. like a, it's the ritual of it too like beyond just the actual tea yeah. like um the ritual of feeling like you're doing something for yourself and taking that time to just yeah. just have a breath with tea yeah yeah definitely 
it's all a part of yeah. it um in early motherhood yeah. did you how did you find like actually learning to be a parent because I think that's a whole other thing people don't talk much about is like those moments that you, you struggle with anything um, in particular or how did you just feel like yeah. you're meant to be a mama um first time round, no it didn't feel natural at all at the start mm. I mean I feel like I was pretty good at it as all mums are yeah <laughs> but like because you have to be I found breastfeeding really hard at the start um Alfie didn't love breastfeeding which I found really hard yeah. um she and then Ovi's the opposite yeah <laughs> which can also have it hard you know he just yeah. would feed instantly which I'm really grateful for but it can be like a lot on my body yeah um yeah, I guess like with Alfie, I think the whole identity shift I struggled with a lot. Um, and I got postnatal depression with Alfie. Yeah, right. I think yeah. as well because of the birth. The entrance um, into motherhood. Definitely. And the birth yeah. was really traumatic for me. Like I yeah. really just was like, whoa, that pain was something I never knew existed. <laughs> yeah. um, and it just took a while for me to enjoy motherhood, I guess. I just was really... Um, just used to being able to work whenever I wanted and which was a lot and I guess just yeah. having, yeah, just getting used to um, that all being flipped on its head, head, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Difficult shift, but I really, I definitely over time I loved motherhood more and more but I feel like since having Ovi, it's just really like rounded out our family as well. Like I love yeah. having two kids. And yeah, I love having a boy and a girl, and I love yeah, so cool. Like, we feel like a proper family, if that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, a family when you have one kid, but when we've got two, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's more abundant. It feels yeah. really nice, and I'm loving it more and more. Like now, as the kids are growing up, and um, just watching them go through all their milestones, and like now that I'm just so deep into motherhood, I'm like. I would not want it any other way. Like it's just the best yeah. thing I've ever done. And the start is just like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah. Especially being such a career person. But then. Yeah. You get so used, used to spending all your time in your business and like all of a yeah. sudden you just, it's yeah. like yeah. fully required yeah. elsewhere. It's yeah. crazy, isn't it? And like the brain fog and everything, like just from being so tired like not being as sharp at work was yeah. really frustrating or well, still is a little bit now but I guess I'm yeah. used to it just yeah be like trying to write an email and I'm like what is that word and it's like such a yes. simple word I can't think of oh that was like quite frustrating so yeah, yeah. you just did the most random thing my new brain yeah <laughs> oh this morning I reckon what did I do this morning I think I um went to crack the egg like, I was making banana pancakes for barley and I cracked the egg in the bin and put the shell in the bowl oh my god like, that's I'm like, like oh my god yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh. I would have done definitely like things equally <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> everything's like backwards and reversed oh my goodness um in regards to the kids like how beautiful having two how do you like want them to remember their childhood and like you as as a mama um oh gosh I've never thought about that um I guess like I don't know like I guess I don't try I don't really know how to answer this question but I guess I just yeah. don't try to be you know, different from who I naturally yeah. am. 
as yeah. a person and like I am a working mum and that's yeah. what they're going to remember me as but as yeah. well as someone who when I'm present I am fully present mm-hmm. and um yeah I guess they're upbringing like I they have a really good life I'm yeah. so grateful to give them the life that they have and not in not like by means of like material things or anything but like yeah. we spend so much time outdoors and at the beach and um yeah I guess like having like being business owners we can be flexible and go on holidays and explore different parts of Australia and like the world one day yeah and yeah like they have a really good life and it's like even when it comes down to like the food that they eat like I put in a lot of effort with their diet and um yeah I guess I really hope that they look back on it and just remember like feeling healthy and like eating yummy food and being outside in the sunshine and just going on fun adventures and like yeah 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 and how that answers your question Definitely, definitely. Uh, like, did how how about like thinking about them when they eventually like are ready to go and get jobs? Like, what do you want them to know about like careers and making a living? Um, we're really focused on like we're really big on just following their like interests, and yeah. I never want to like sway them in any way, like um in terms of like their career path or yeah you know when it comes down to like what Alfie like is wearing at the moment she just chooses like the craziest most hilarious outfits <laughs> and we're like yeah like you yeah. wear that like at the start I'm not but like I'll be honest like it was hard at the start because I'm like oh yeah. but I've got all these clothes in there like why yeah. are you <laughs> I wasn't saying that but I was just thinking oh god I need to like just stop buying all the nice things because now she's choosing her own like individual like character and it's amazing to watch and um and we're really big on like just encouraging that I guess and whatever she's interested in and what Ovi is like eventually interested in like that's what they can choose to do with their career and um yeah like we are not going to force them to go to uni or anything like if they want to go to uni then they can like yeah I didn't find my career until I was 21 which is like quite older like it was a lot older than like a lot of people who go school to uni and yeah um you know I did all my traveling and like working in all my random jobs before I found out what I wanted to do so yeah yeah so we're just going to really encourage like what their interests are what their interests are yeah help them find that like Alfie loves drawing which yeah Ryan is really happy with because he is an artist so yeah like (laughs) loving that she's really interested in drawing and he's encouraging that yeah. at the moment but also obviously not forcing anything just she yeah. loves it so it's like, yeah follow yeah. that yeah oh how fun how fun yeah. and how about like made tea like what's the future of made tea what do you see in the future um oh my gosh I feel like I get asked this a lot and I never really know how to answer it because yeah. are you just loving it how it is I now am, yeah I am yeah. and like, I never really have these big grand plans for it like yeah. if I come up with a really good new product I just go with it I don't yeah. like try and force anything or like try and you know do x amount of sales by 2000 and whatever I'm just yeah. kind of yeah I I guess I just want to keep loving it and just yeah keep it like it how it is now because it's working yeah and yeah I'm not really giving you a very good answer but I guess no yeah um yeah, new products when I think of them and when I really love them, not just because I want to make a new product. 
Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess just continue it as it yeah. is because it's yeah. working. Yeah. For now. And you're passionate about it and it's you still got that same yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and definitely um, like we want to do some more ceramics and things because our mugs yeah, sell really cool. well. So I want to kind of branch out more into that as well but yeah again I'm not rushing anything because that mug even though it looks like such a simple mug it took forever to get it right <laughs> so <laughs> all these things take so much time and that's yeah. why they're successful I think because I put exactly. so much work into them yeah exactly it's often often things look simple and look so well like look so good as they're like being simple yeah. because there was so much thought behind it and nobody yeah. needs to go into yeah. yeah like think about it too much um how Definitely. about if I were to ask you one piece of advice you'd give to a woman on their way to motherhood who is also a business owner, what would you say knowing what you know now? I would say to delegate as much as you can before the baby comes out <laughs> <laughs> and delegate more and more than you even think you need to Yeah, because having that time with your baby when they're really young is like really just the most beautiful time yeah. and like also to not feel guilty when like you are juggling a business and motherhood because they're both your babies and you want yeah. them both to um what's the word see this is where my Lush. brain I don't know. so yes want yeah. them both to you know yeah be amazing um yeah 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 and if yeah. you could go back to the old like 20 year old Kate and tell yeah. her about what like the years to come would look like what would you go and tell her um oh gosh I feel almost a bit sad when I think about 20 year old Kate because she was just so like yeah unhealthy and unhappy so I guess I would just uh, I don't know like I don't really want to change anything because all of that got me to where I am exactly but yeah I guess I would just say that like you know there's some much better things coming yeah <laughs> what you're doing right now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah. one thing I want to just quickly go back to to add back in um you talked about how after bubble number one having your postpartum depression how did that like affect your business or is that kind of all involved um, in all encompassing of that yeah I think I just kind of pushed through and like if anything the business almost helps because it's something that I'm like I know so yes, well it's familiar and I think going into motherhood I didn't know how to be a mom and that's what I was struggling with so I yeah. think having the business actually helped yeah um me get through that time because it was something else to focus on yeah and like the juggle of the two was probably what was really hard yeah but yeah, I remember like when all the parent when like parenting felt really hard and if Ryan had Alfie for a couple of hours and I sat at my computer and like did all my work, that's actually what helped me feel a bit better. Better. Yeah. And then if I could see that my business was okay, then I could go back and be present with Alfie as mm. well. So And feel good about yeah. being in that in the motherhood role. Yeah. Definitely. I can yeah. relate to that actually, because when you know you feel like you're semi on top of your work. You feel like I feel like such a better mum because I'm all there. Yeah, definitely. Whereas, yeah, yeah, when you when you know you've got these lingering things over your head and you're like I'd really like to do that, go to sleep so I can get this done, and like yeah. you feel that guilt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. 
can relate to that. No, very cool. Well, I honestly, I really hope you're so proud of what you've made with made what you've made with made tea. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it is such an incredible brand. How would you to like someone who hasn't come across made tea before? How would you describe the brand of made tea? Like, um, cool. I would say it's a very like honest and transparent brand, mm. um, and we make really high quality teas that taste really good which is very important but also a really therapeutic yeah um and they're really good for you and they taste good and they make you feel good yeah (laughs) and they look really beautiful in your kitchen as well yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes equally as important yeah no well thank you so 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 much for talking to me for this episode and sharing the story that was just an incredible like incredible incredible story um do you feel like you've covered covered all the things yes I covered way more than I think I've ever covered which was really nice to kind of bring it all back up again (laughs) yeah that's exactly right I think we it all again it was really nice yeah it's all a part of the journey and like that's why I'm like this is just this is something I'm really passionate about is to bring all the these stories here because in those moments they feel so like all these moments that put together exactly what you've just said like this whole journey in yeah. when you were in those times that was that's what mattered then you know yeah and like it's easy just to move on and just to get over it and move into the next time or think about the future and all of all of the goodness just gets yeah. lost yeah. um and I think it's really cool to just bring that back and yeah, yeah sure. share the roots of why yeah. everything is how it is yeah for sure yeah, well, thank you for giving me some time out of your afternoon. And um, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mama podcast. I am ever so grateful to have your listening ears with us today. Please leave a review and rate the show if you enjoyed listening. That would be so appreciated. And also don't forget to request a guest on our website if you have any particular busy mama in mind that you'd love to hear her story, her creation story of her business, of her babies, and of herself in general. Don't forget to follow along for more behind the scenes and extra goodness on Instagram, thebusymama.podcast. I'd also love to take a moment to thank Amity Music for letting me use their beautiful song, Letting Go. You guys are amazing. See you next week. <laughs>